Hello, welcome to my podcast. I'm your host, Medusa Asif. I'm here to give you a general reading for today. Keep in mind, this is a general reading, so it may or may not resonate with you. If it does, awesome. If it doesn't, and you're still in need for some answers, the best advice I can give you is to learn tarot on your own, because no one knows you better than you, right? Uh, also, this is timeless. I could be pulling energies from the past, present, or future, so just take it however it resonates, if it does, all right? Um, if you're interested to see what this reading has in store for us today, then definitely stay tuned. Just a little disclaimer here. You will hear noise in the background. I do apologize, and my voice might irritate you today because my allergies are back. They never really left, but um, it's more so apparent uh, today. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, also, too, I might be speaking to, well, I am speaking, I feel like I'm speaking to the masculine energies, okay, um, because of the particular images that I was able to perceive while I was scrying. So, I started off seeing uh, a dove, but it came across as a phoenix, so I just wrote both of them, both of them down because I wasn't really sure which one uh, to interpret it as. So the dove represents peace, Holy Spirit, purity, and, you know, other stuff, right? Um, and uh, the phoenix represents transformation, rebirth, and stuff like that. You can always uh, Google this on your own. Uh, look, look, at, look it up if you want to. All right. Um, they, it, the reason why I say I couldn't really decipher between the two or, you know, I couldn't, you know what I mean, uh, is because the... Although it looked like it was a dove, um, the way that the bird was facing and their and its wings was um, spread open was as if it was like the position of a of a phoenix, right? So I just wrote both of, of them down. I also saw a moose, particularly their um, antlers or whatever. But well, the face I saw the face too. Yeah. All right. So um, that usually represents strength. At least that's what it said when I looked it up. Really interesting, I also saw an erect phallus, okay? And when I looked that up, that was really interesting to see as well. Because I know that, um, especially in, like, uh, like um, statues um, in Italy or just, like, in Europe or in that area, usually they'll have the... Um, the um, the statues or paintings, and they'll actually have the phallus there. Um, but I, one of the things that I uh, I saw when I was researching was that they actually worshipped the phallus. Um, at least that's what it said. Uh, in a place called Bhutan, Bhutan. Okay, and this was before Buddhism. And they believed that the phallus represented good luck and warding off evil spirits. Okay, um, oh goodness, uh, I forgot the, 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 some, somebody's name, I forgot his, uh, his name, but he talked about, uh, the, the phallus, me, uh, symbolizing the, uh, male generative powers, right, which makes sense, obviously, right, <laughs> right, so that wand energy, okay, um, I also saw a thinking man, okay, and an eagle striking, okay, um, and so, uh, yeah, I proceeded to then, um, sh shake 
up my astrology dice and then I got Leo, Sun, and second house. And second house usually talks about possessions, earnings, abilities, self-esteem. And, you know, based off of what I understand growing up or heard, a person will equate a big phallus, right, or, you know, a long phallus as opposed to like, you know, um, uh, I guess like a better lover or, you know what I'm saying, like that, um, more attractable or whatever. So I am getting this feeling of self-esteem here. Um, and um, I don't know, to me, if you was to just ask me, I honestly really just don't think that that is even the case, you know? It's not about the size of the boat. It's the motion of the ocean, okay? Um, who said that? <laughs> um, I think, what is his name? Have you ever seen Don't Be a Minister Society while drinking juice in the hood? <laughs> Sean's character said that, right? So anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, if you think that way, then you shouldn't. So I looked a little bit up on these um, placements here. And, um, it says for the second house, um, no, 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 yeah, okay, so the second house, are you what you own, see, okay, it's not about the size of the boat, all right, so your second house reveals how you feel about your assets and also will show the best ways for you to make the most of your earning capacity, the second house is also where you'll find your money and what you own that can be easily moved, as well as what you will own and value, including your income and those things you'll come to treasure. This includes a home and real estate, which are part of the fourth house. The second house also reveals how you feel about your possessions. The second house also represents your self-esteem, earning abilities, and personal resources, which are interconnected, making this the house of productivity and self-worth. Okay, the second house cusp is ruled by Taurus, the sign of self-assuredness and possessions, and the, the natural planet in charge is Venus, whose associations are beauty, charm, values, harmony, and the things you own. Okay, so um, the sun in the second house says, a second house sun indicates the ability and power to become financially self-sufficient. You readily attract resources, get jobs, and earn good income. Many people who have the sun in the second house are entrepreneurial. They start their own businesses and manage their own money. The lesson of a second house son is to learn the correct use of material resources in ways that are beneficial to others as well as to oneself. There is a strong desire to become financially independent or at least earn a lot of money because stability and security are very important. These people might earn money from creative talents, okay? Um, so uh, yeah, that's awesome. What I have on my phone here, if I can find it, oh, it's right here. Okay, so Leo, Sun, second house. Um, it says, you shine when you generously give of yourself with no expectations of getting something in return. Coming into your own requires being the authority of your own, 
uh, I'm sorry, being the authority on your personal finances, attaining self-realization means easing up on self-admiring behavior that makes people think you only need you to be happy. Okay, so this is from astrofix.net, okay? And the book that I'm reading from uh, is called The Awakened Life, Astrology and Enlightened Primer for Starry-Eyed Beginners by Mandolin Gerwick, okay? Um, and so, uh, yeah, you will definitely hear some noise in the background because they're doing their lawns, all right? And that's what triggered my... Um, <laughs> My, um, my, uh, what is it called? My allergies. No, is it called allergies? What the heck? Yeah, my allergies. Um, cause I left my window open, uh, last night. So all that pollen came inside. So, yeah. <laughs> all right. So we have ninth house here. Ninth house talks about social areas of higher education, philosophy, religion, law, and travel. So it all, and it also talks about spiritual growth. Okay, um, and then we have second house again. Okay, so physical security, possessions, material values, and self-worth. Okay. All right, so we have the north note, destined to have. All right. We also have square, so a challenging situation and a mountain to climb. All right. At the bottom of the deck, we have Mars. Just do it. I'm just kidding. All right, so Mars talks about moving forward and defend self. Okay. Every time I see that Mars energy, it's, it's always just, it, it just comes across as just do it for me, you know. Um, so, uh, yeah. All right, so I will be taking a lot of um, pauses throughout this uh, reading session. Um, to handle my allergy business, all right? And so, um, yeah, sorry for that in advance. Let's see, we're going to jump on over to the Literary Witches um, deck to see what we can get. And also, too, this doesn't have to necessarily deal with the package per se, but, um, money, right? Um, you know, uh, I, I know like when it comes to, I'm thinking about Sprung, the friend, uh, Tisha Campbell's friend, I forgot her name, but she was really just, um, gung-ho on like going after people with money, right? Um, so it's this feeling here of, of needing to, be the guy that comes across as flashy, you know, that has money, that has a lot of followers, that has a lot of friends, that, that's, uh, it's pretty much like faking the funk, you know, um, seeming cooler than you really are, right? What I'm trying to say here with all of this is just, to me, this is really coming across as like self-acceptance, accepting yourself for who you are, and, um, just being okay for, uh, your shortcomings and your comings, you know what I'm saying? Like what you have and what you don't have, right? Like what you can offer and what you can offer, just accepting um, that and just understanding if it's like also too, once you have that confidence, then you're then able to attract the people who are okay with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, 
for some, it might also too be trying to attract people that are just not for you. Right. Um, and so there's this need to just kind of live life authentically and organically and not, um, have to force something or be this energy of a trickster of some sort, right? Um, trying to come across as something that you're not. All right. So we have endurance here. All right. We have knife. Okay. That's interesting. At the bottom of the deck, we have community. Oh, there goes that Phoenix, uh, image. Okay. So if you have the literary witches, um, Oracle deck, then you will see that Phoenix here. Um, I feel like to me with this endurance here next to this knife, I, I, I feel like there is this need to like, kind of like be honest with yourself or with people around you with this community here. Okay. Um, because I feel like you know, I think it, it comes across as just making life easier, you know, like it'll, it, things will be a lot easier once you just, just be your true self, right? Um, maybe the friends that you have, either they will accept you or you'll come across like friends that are like, you know, genuinely for you, like soul family kind of thing, right? Your soul tribe, right? Um, I feel like there is, there's this need to realize that, okay, maybe this lifestyle, this way of, of going or thinking is no longer, um, conducive for you, this, you know, moving forward. You know what I'm saying? Like this could be friends or this could be family or this could be a job. I, I just get this feeling of external, um, entities by ways of people or places or, you know, situations that maybe needs to be, um, handled, uh, delicately for sure. Cause the, the, the amount of precision that is needed in order to cut something right. Um, without damaging, like, like, uh, damaging stuff, right? Like it's like, it just really just, it's, um, I don't know. I'm just getting this, this is requiring a lot of, um, focus, right? So with that eagle striking, right? I, I'm, I'm seeing like, uh, like once you have your, your eye on the item, right? It's like your focus kind of thing, right? So there's something that really just needs to be looked at here with this knife here. Um, and I do get this sense of some people just maybe needing to be cut out or, um, a certain kind of lifestyle or just choices, you know, needs to be looked at. All right. Let me see what else we have here. I feel like, so yeah, I was saying that it, it can definitely be, um, a relationship of some sort, you know, to me, the community, once again, is, is definitely just coming across as just external, uh, people. But as far as like personally wise, it's having to cut, cut out the BS, you know, like it's just being yourself. Life becomes easier when you be yourself, you know, the right people, you know, you attract the right people, you, you attract people, but like the right people stay, you know what I mean? 
if that makes sense. Alright, so we're moving over to the um, archetype cards to see what kind of energies we can get from this. We have teacher here. Okay, so the light attribute, ability to communicate knowledge, experience, skill, or wisdom. Okay, shadow attributes, manipulating or abusing students, teaching negative traits and destructive skills. Okay, we have student, whoa, at the bottom of the deck here. So light attributes, humility and devotion to knowledge, openness to lifelong learning. Okay, um, shadow attributes, arrogance in the pursuit of destructive um, knowledge, unwillingness to translate knowledge into action. Okay. So once again, I'm just, I'm, I'm getting this feeling here of, of just like, it's like someone, it's like external energies here that really just needs to be, uh, it's like, um, like a folk, like focused on. Now, if this is, if this is you, um, once again, with that knife energy is having to, okay, you know what? Wow. Okay. So I was cleaning my room earlier, right? And what came to my mind was, um, cause I was, I was, I had a friend and I feel as if like things are like becoming a bit difficult and I, it was hard for me to have to express that because I'm the kind of like, I'm learning, I'm working on that. Um, but oh, anyways, what I'm trying to say is what came to my mind was how I feel like, why do we have certain interactions? Why are we, you know, why do we cross paths with certain pe like with people? You know what I'm saying? Like, what was the point of this person being here? Right. Um, and so, um, it's this energy that came, like it's, it came to me by way of, of, of just, I realized like, you know. I feel like it's it, you do yourself and, and the other person a great disservice when you're not able to be completely honest with um, a person. It comes up, it comes across as constructive criticism, right? So if a person is not treating you right, right, it it doesn't help the situation or it doesn't help the person to um, to have a to have character growth, right? If we keep that to ourselves, right? So in order to express it healthily, it's just saying like, hey, like, you know, you have a tendency to lie and I don't appreciate that. You need to be more honest. You know, no one, you're not gonna, no one's gonna get in trouble here. It's just like, just be honest because it makes the situation easier for the both of us. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's like, you know, like, and it was so funny because I was like, thinking to myself, you know, because I get, I have these moments where I'll just like talk to myself sometimes and I was thinking to myself, like, yeah, like, that's like if a student was to have a teacher and then the teacher doesn't tell them uh, anything that they need to do in order to learn and get better, right? And to figure out how to, you know, get become smarter, more knowledgeable, right? So that they can move on to the next grade, right? It would be, it would be such a, a great disservice if a teacher is not teaching, you know, the student and the student is not gaining any knowledge from the teacher, right? And so, and it's like these interactions that we have with um, people, right? Their place in our lives, I feel in most cases so that, you know, we can, you know, 
lend our honesty, you know, when you think about the Ace of Swords, it's all about truth, right? It's, it's other things too, but it's mostly as well about truth and just being honest and having those honest conversations. And so if you feel like a person is treating you a certain way or an experience you had with someone, you know, you feel the need to express yourself in regards to that, have that conversation because not only is it, does it allow you to, you know, release that, right, and not hold it in, it allows that person to have an opportunity of choice to either um, become better or disregard it. You know what I'm saying? But it's, that's their choice. You know what I'm saying? Like they can choose whether they, they want to do this or not. It's up to them. But you rob them of that experience to make that choice, right? And so in my case, being completely honest about our, um, our experience you know, would be the best thing for me and for my friend. You know what I'm saying? Um, because I feel like that's what's needed to happen. I feel like in a lot, in a lot of ways, you know, um, that will help humanity, you know, evolve, you know, as a community, if you will, if we're just having these honest conversations, right? Um, and not coming from a hurt kind of place like right like I, I feel like emotions should kind of take a back seat right yes like if you feel the need to to cry because you're so much you're so hurt for sure but it shouldn't be an um an emotional contest right one second yeah so it shouldn't be like an emotional contest where it's like if I'm angry you know I, I have to like you know display my anger right and then, like, they get offended, and so they get angry, and it's like, oh, I'm more angrier than you. No, you made me angry. No, you made me angry. And it's just like, okay, we're missing, the, we're, we done missed the point, <laughs> right? So it's like having that, um, having that, uh, that, uh, that dialogue from a place where it's just like, okay, like, let's just be honest here, okay? Um, and that is, I feel like, the, the service that is appreciated and needed uh, when it comes down to teacher-student, right? Because both parties are the teacher and student, and both parties need to learn, you know, you know, it's like acting as a mirror for self-development, right? Um, so, well, yeah, that's really, wow, that's really, I, that's, that's complete, that's really interesting. Anyways, so let's head on over to the deck. I'm going to be using Light Prisma Tarot Deck. I think that's what it's called. Um, I don't have the boxes anymore because it just started to accumul accumulate and I just didn't have any more space. So some of them are in like, okay, it doesn't matter, but you get the point. Starting out here, we have Five of Pentacles, okay? So like I would say, in this case, for me, I will use me as an example. Um, staying, uh, the situation will not progress, move on, or, uh, go away, you know, not as a sense like sh shunning him out or whatever, but it will not, uh, subside or, um, close, right? Uh, because it's this energy of pondering on something that we're thinking about or I'm, you know, I'm thinking about and not being able to express that, right? The Five of Pentacles talks about difficult times, challenging times, 
right, conflicts in regards to, I feel like this is more so a physical conflict, right? So for some, it could be um, a conflict within a relationship, okay, and that not being able to progress the way that it wanted to, you know, progress, right? Um, both parties wanted to, right? It's difficult times within friendships, you know, uh, connections, uh, a job or an environment of some sort, right? And I feel like it's a sense of playing is like replaying in the head in our heads and we're not doing anything to move on from it, right? And so if there's challenging times that are affecting us physically, right, by ways of just not feeling like we're not able to progress in some way, right? Um, say for instance, like a, a relationship that has gone cold or stagnant, right? Or a, a friendship where it's like we're not on great speaking terms and whenever we hang out together, it's awkward, right? Or whenever we're in like in a group chat, like someone feels the need to like not talk, right? While the other person is talking or, you know, um, if a person, if everyone wants to hang out, you got to ask, is that person coming or whatever, right? It's just this feeling of being uncomfortable being together, right? Um, and so I feel like the best thing to do is to have that conversation in order to see if this relationship can progress or if it should be left behind, right? Um, for some, it could be this energy of having to leave something behind, but we don't want to end a situation um, cold turkey, right? I feel like the most healthiest way we can do it, you know, uh, coming from a spiritual um, standpoint, right, a, 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 a stance of compassion and understanding and just being a student of our path, right, the best thing we can do is to have that healthy a pure conversation with this person and just say, hey, like, you know, I feel this way, you know, this and the third, like, you know, it was great, you know, I don't think I can do this anymore because X, Y, and Z, like, just in order to have that healing, right? Because it's like, I feel like if we leave certain things, like, doors open, it, 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 it leaves an opportunity for this situation to come back around, and we have to repeat this situation again, right? Or we carry that situation with us. And so then we project all that onto other people. You know what I'm saying? So if we've been in a relationship or had an experience or a friendship where we, where it was like a really tough kind of um, uh, experience, right? A person can say something or look like that person or laugh like that person or, you know, have certain like traits or whatever, right? Um, that can trigger like that, that past person in your head. And then it's just like, for some, it's like, I don't know, like I've had a friend that acted just like that. So I don't know if I should trust this person, right? They could be a completely, totally different person. Or if we go down that spooky path, they might, that energy might just come back around in a form of a different person, right? Because we are attracting that, right? And so there's this need to, you know, if we're going to close the door, make sure, you know, that the house is like tidy or whatever. It's this energy of saying goodbye um, from a place like, you know, usually like when they have like the end of the episodes, right? And there's like closure and the characters are looking in at the house and, you know, they're thinking about all the great memories and, you know, they walk out the house and they close the door, right? And you get a sense of closure, right? And you get a sense of, okay, you know, this is over. I feel good, right? And then, 
you have other um, uh, shows where it's like something happens behind the scenes and so they got to cut, you know, they got to, you know, the show gets canceled or something like that. And so there's bitterness there, right? There's like, what's going on? I don't understand. Why did it end? Like, what's happening, right? It's, it's this, you know, it's just like open-ended kind of um, questions or just, you know, concerns, right? Um, and so it's this feeling here of it not being like truly closed, right? And so it, it's, it's, it's that kind of feeling here. And so it's this energy of having to close this out and just it being like, you know, a wholesome kind of closure, you know? All right, so let's see here. So we have the star here. All right, page of chalices. Yeah, I do feel like this is definitely coming across as, um, for sure, for sure, it's like healing of some sort, right, with the star card, right? Page of chalices, being open to expressing your feelings, right? Um, when it comes down to having this, this conversation, Okay, um, this could be with a masculine energy or a masculine energy needs to do that, right? Um, and it's coming from a place of just really just being, that pure energy is coming around, right? So just really just, you know, just being honest about your feelings and just so that we can get the healing that we need, right? And, and that feeling of once this, this chapter is closed, this door is closed, you know, you can move on, and there's a sense of, 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 of hope, you know, if you will, right, T to, for, you know, you know, for better or worse, it's like, it's just this energy of hope, right, um, and it's also, too, is this feeling here of, like, you know, you don't know what the next grade, you know, entails, right, but there is this feeling here, like, I was able to, you know, it's this energy of, you know, I was able to pass, you know, my last grade. I did a really good job, you know, stumbled along the way, but I was able to make it to the next grade. So there's a level of confidence because I was able to, you know, finish this off and pass the, you know, the last cycle or the last, you know, uh, group of friends, you know, I'm more wiser. I'm more, it's just this feeling of I've matured with this experience, especially if you can close it out, like, you know, maturely, right? We grow up in a sense, right? So the challenge here is the seven of pentacles. And one of the things that I, I've uh, uh, realized or gained when reading about the seven of pentacles is that um, crossroads kind of thing not necessarily crossroads, but more so like we're at a standstill and we're questioning whether we should move forward or not, right? Like, should we abandon this uh, situation? Not abandon, but should we just like, you know, close this situation or do, do I continue to try? You know what I'm saying? And so um, I feel like, so I won't say crossroads, right? But it's more so of a continuation or a discontinuation. You know what I'm saying? And the challenge for that would be, you know, feeling as if you, you, you feel like something is over or you feel like something is just not working the same as it used to. And we just don't know how to convey that to ourselves or to whoever it is that we're dealing with. Right. Um, and so it's this feeling of pondering on it and then pondering on it too long. Right. Or we're trying to resist the fact that things just aren't the same anymore. Right. And so um, 
I feel like the way we move on with this, with this Ace of Pentacles here, is this feeling of really just, I, I, I feel like, you know, it's about questioning the path ahead. What do I want to do moving forward in regards to how I see my life, right? Um, it's this feeling here of like, if you're trying to seek happiness, more, um, more um, money, or just overall just feeling good about ourselves, right? What, what will it take to um, obtain that, you know? I feel like with the Ace of Pentacles, it brings a, a new sense of awareness in regards to our life and how we want to live and, and how we see that moving forward, right? And so it's just really in this moment, like just being honest with ourselves and seeing like moving forward, who would, who can help or best contribute to that uh, reality, right? Um, say like if it's something along the lines of just you know, money and you're at a job and they're not paying you enough, right? I think Biden says something about um, the minimum wage being $15 an hour or something like that. But um, I don't know why I felt the need to say that, but there that, that is. I don't know if it's true or not. Or I think he talked about it. Anyways, sorry. What I'm trying to say here is um, if, if it's like, and you're working on a job and it's not paying you what you feel like you're, you're worth, right? You know, they was, we were reading earlier and it said the second house being about like self, um, self, uh, earnings, right? Um, working for yourself or something like that. And so it's just having to say like, you know what, I feel like I can, my, I can use my talents, you know, to create something for myself, right? I feel like my talents is not being greatly used here or maybe not used at all. And so it's this feeling here of having to decide, should I part ways with this company, you know, or should, and, 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 and just do my own thing, or should I stay a little bit longer and see how it goes next year, two years, three years from now, right? And I feel like a lot, especially during this time, you know, this day and age, self-employment is just like the way to go. Everybody is like, you know, creating all kinds of stuff, right? Um, and so you know, it doesn't hurt to try on the side and then, you know, but that's, it's, I'm, like I said, I don't, I'm not in the business of telling people what to do. I'm just here to just read the cards, right? Um, so, um, yeah, and if it's like friendships, like, do I see myself, you know, moving forward with this kind of lifestyle with these kind of friends, right? Um, are they great for me or do they hinder me in some ways, right? Um, do they help with my self-esteem or they, you know, hurt my self-esteem. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that happens sometimes. Like I've said way long time ago, um, I had a friend that just couldn't help but be negative towards me. And just the fact that she felt the need to, um, comment on my appearance and say certain things, you know, I never felt that it was necessary because I was never the type of person that would just, you know, do that, you know, and, um, but it just, it, she just felt the need to just say that all, you know, whenever she had the chance to, and, um, one of the things I do remember distinctively was when I had first did my big chop and I cut my hair off to, you know, so my hair can grow back naturally because it was just it was getting destroyed anyways, because all I did was wear hats my freshman year. Um, and so, um, I had to cut my hair off 
And I just said, screw it, I'm just going to wear my hair out. Like, I'm tired of, you know, I didn't feel like, you know, and plus I couldn't even wear, like, I couldn't get my hair braided or anything like that, so I had to do it. <laughs> and so I had, there was a, there was a, in that moment, I really just had to accept myself and just appreciate myself for what I looked like, right? And what didn't help the situation, because it was such a sensitive time, um, of, of me having to learn to accept myself, it was, it was not necessary, um, or, or conducive for that portion in my life to have her be negative about my appearance. Um, and this is during the time where people was not cutting their hair. So like, this was like, people were still, you know, wearing perms, you know? And so, uh, when I did that, like, it was just like, oh my gosh, like, I have, I, I have really no one to look to for, you know, so, just to feel, you know, like I belong to something, right? Like, I'm not the only one. And so, I remember one time we were going out, and she said, are you really going to go out looking like that? And I was just like, oh my goodness, like, what the heck, right? Why do you have to be so rude, right? But of course, I went out, had a really great time. People really appreciated the look, right? Because um, it was different. It was fresh. It was new. It was bold, I guess, and really brave. <laughs> and, you know, I'm glad that I had that, you know, the universe was able to send me people that way to really make me feel good that night because I really felt so, I read, I really just didn't like myself. And, you know, because, even though I wasn't appreciative, you know, which I should have, I should have been in those moments, it kind of like got me into the path of trying to like start wearing makeup and experimenting and like changing my look and stuff like that because I really just wanted her to just tell me, you know, that I looked okay. And, um, that's what it became about. But once I moved away from her, I was able to really just embrace my natural beauty. And I was just, you know, I, it was, it was beautiful. It was amazing. It was a great experience. And, um, of course everybody, you know, <laughs> fast forward years on down the line people are you know having their natural hair and it's just absolutely beautiful absolutely beautiful and not to mention she ended up cutting her hair um and uh recently so you know it's like yeah anyways <laughs> it's asking yourself like the people the company that you keep do you want to keep them are they are they helpful you know are they helping or hindering or hurting you know it's just asking yourself these questions in regards to how it is you want to shape your reality moving forward right so at the base here we have the temperance here page of swords the chariot six of chalices okay so I feel like here with this temperance here, page of swords, it's this energy of trans. So we talked about that, uh, uh, creating the reality that we want with the ace of pentacles, right? But with this temperance here next to this page of swords, right? It's more so coming from a place of, of like, it's like, um, uh, like, uh, you're kind of curious in a sense and you're experimenting with that curiosity, Right. And it's this energy here of really just taking the time out to really um, be in that space of um, really just creating that balance and act, if you will, right? Um, weighing the pros and cons, you know, 
of the negative and positive, right? It's, it's just this energy, what's coming across here is just like a transformation that takes place, right? But it's just more so just uh, being in that space of, of, of truth here with this Page of Swords, right? But it's not coming from a place of, um, to me, the way that I see it is just like, um, I guess the way that I'm envisioning it is, uh, because I, I feel like the reason why the Page of Swords is here and not, you know, the older suits, it comes across as like, you wanting to create the transformation that you want to create, right? But it's this energy of, um, a student of some sort learning, right? As we go kind of thing, right? And it's not coming from a place of a teacher, right? Um, because it's, it's, I feel like, how can I put this into words? There's a sense of openness is what I'm getting here. Like that curiosity, this openness to accepting the outcome, if you will, right? I feel like if it was a more mature kind of energy, it's this feeling of feeling like you already know, right? But when it's the page, right, the youngest of the core cards is this feeling of being open to however the outcome may be, right? So I feel like with this temperance here, um, this, this act of change, right, uh, of transformation, if you will, uh, it's this feeling here of like, you know, I surrender to the process or to this, this time, right, of evaluation and I'm not allowing my ego to kind of create a bias kind of, 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 of voice. You know what I'm saying? Like, so say for instance, if there's a, a, a relationship or a, a, you know, someone that you're dealing with that you are really tied to and you really want things to work out. But if you pull your cards and it says, hey, you know, it's not working out, you need to move on from this relationship. There's this ego kind of thing of saying to yourself, oh, well, maybe that's not what the cards say. And then you put the cards back and then you reshuffle and just like, all right, tell me what I really want to hear, <laughs> right? And then you keep shuffling until you, you find out, you, you find a two of cups, right? Or the lover's there. And then you're like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. Like, of course I'm supposed to stay with this person, right? Perfect example. All right, that was that was pretty challenging, but we got there, right? And so it's this energy here of just being open and and to whatever outcome this um, experiment takes us, right? So the experiment in this case, for the example I just said, was the tarot reading, right? Um, and so it's like whatever the tarot, whatever the cards say, right? It's this feeling of okay you know, I see this, I'm, uh, I'm receptive to this, um, this information and I'm ready to take action moving forward, which happens with the chariot, right? You, you, you have the answers that you need. And then, I mean, and it doesn't have to be tarot, please. It does not have to be tarot, right? I'm just using it as an example. But, um, with this chariot here, it's this energy of being in control of the wheel, right? We always talk about this on the uh, podcast, right? being in control of the wheel and you're walking towards with the six of chalices, I'm just getting this feeling of peace and relaxation, right? So, um, it's this feeling here of things no longer weighing you down, right? And it's this feeling of, of 
to me, it comes across as a uh, fun, right? So maybe even letting go like people that are keeping you from being able to have fun, right? Um, and, and it's also too, like if you feel like someone is not being able to completely accept you for who you are, you know, especially if you come across as like, if someone may have said something negatively about you being childish of some sort, right? It's just like, listen, I'm just, I just want to, you know, I just want to go to, you know, the aquarium. How is that childish, right? Or I just want to go to the pool or I just want to do certain things, right? It's not, I don't consider it childish, you know, beauty is in the eye of the beholder, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't think it's childish. I think it's fun. I think it's okay to, you know, you know, go out and have fun or go run out in the sprinklers or, you know, if there's, I don't know, what do they call it? The fire hydrants, right? I used to do that um, when I was, like, younger. My, uh, someone in the neighborhood had, used to have, like, a, a tool, like a, I forgot, I guess a ranch or something like that, and they would, like, unscrew the um, fire hydrant, and they would put it on, and then, like, all of us would just come out. There's just kids from all over the place. They just come out the woodwork, and um, we'll just have a, have a great time, you know. Uh, and what's coming to mind as well is just the the uh, awesome feeling I always felt when my mother came out. My mother, my aunt, and my older cousins, their cousins, but um, like they're around their age, right? They would come out and play double dutch with us. It was just like, oh my gosh, my mom knows how to jump double dutch. She's so cool, right? It's that feeling, right? It's like, it's okay. It's okay to have fun, okay? I don't consider that childish, all right? So anyways, the past here, we have the sun. Okay, the emperor. All right, so it's this realization here of some sort. It's a lot of masculine energy here. The sun is a masculine energy. The emperor is a, a masculine energy here. So this could be a realization, right, that someone just really wants to just, you know, gain back control of their life, right? And that makes sense here with the ace of pentacles of wanting to create a kind of life or a kind of reality that you want to live in that brings in more fun, okay? Um, it's not so serious. It's not so energetically taxing. You know, it's just this feeling of wanting to just let loose and just be free, right? And so I do feel like here with the sun of, with the sun here next to this emperor, it's just this feeling of things are just way too serious. And it's just like, I kind of just want to have fun. And you would think that with the sun here, you know, it can come across as, you know, uh, having fun, but the way this card is looking like, it's like, things are just, you know, it, it's melting away, right? It's, it's this feeling of when things get so hot, right? It's like, ugh, I don't want to be outside. It's just so, ugh, you know? Have you ever been outside? My granny used to make us go outside. It used to be so hot. It was just like, oh my gosh, I'm sweating. My clothes are sticking to my skin. It's too hot to freaking, like, run around and do anything, Breathing in that hot air is like, it's like, ugh, it's just too much, right? And so it's this feeling here of just wanting to just kind of like cool off, right? Just kind of like relax, do something cool, you know what I'm saying? All right, so yeah, the heart space here, we have the seven of chalices, okay, the lovers, okay? So really having to think about choices here, all right? Um, but once again, it's not having to get stuck in that spot, right? I do feel like with the sevens, it's starting to come across as a standstill for me, 
okay? But it's this energy of we have to keep moving forward and we need to make a decision here, okay? And so it's really just deciding like, okay, is this situation, is it based on lust? You know, is it, you know, did I... Did I big up this relationship too too much because of my anticipation? What the heck was that word? Anticipation? Anyways, my anticipation. There it goes. <laughs> the anticipation of connecting with this person physically, you know, um, this is coming across as pleasure, right? Um, wanting to just uh, be, you know having to, it, it, it's this feeling here of like hanging out with a group of people because you see them on social media and then when you hang out with them in person, you, you're able to kind of, you think you're going to like go link up with them and it's going to be amazing and you're going to have a really good time and you're going to, you know, really just uh, express a certain aspect of yourself that you don't necessarily get a chance to express right? But it's this feeling here when you get there, maybe it's, that's not the case. Maybe like that part wasn't necessarily being fulfilled, right? Um, and so it's this realization here, like maybe I, um, you know, thought too much or fantas fantasized this situation too much, right? Same thing if it's like a job and, you know, you're at orientation and they show you this video of all these smiling faces and they're like, you know, when you work at this job, you know, our people were, you know, we get all this stuff and all this, that, and a third, right? And then when you get there, it's, it's, it's not like that at all, right? It's like, oh my gosh, like these, like, who's my manager? Like, no one's like friendly. Like, uh, you know, everyone is like to themselves or they have their cliques and I'm not really able to completely, you know, thrive here because like it, it takes a really long time to get a promotion or something like that, right? Um, don't you hate that, though? What I realized, though, is when you go to, like, these Yelp reviews and stuff or whatever, like, they have reviews for certain jobs, like, jobs or companies. And people, like, they'll say, like, you know, although with the job descriptions, they'll say they'll have, oh, like, benefits, 401k, this, that, and the third, this, that, and the third. And then, like, you see the people in their reviews and they're just like, it's not like that. Like, you know, if I called out for a family emergency, I'll get a write-up and this, that, and the third. It's like that, you know, it's like, um, seeing behind the illusions here, right? Anyways, so, uh, yeah, we have the hangman, so definitely a lot of thinking here. And the hermit, oh my goodness. Definitely a lot of decision-making here, all right? Which makes sense because during the scrying, we did see the thinking man. All right, so we really need to evaluate some things, okay, before we actually make that, that striking, you know, that motion with the eagle that we saw earlier, right? And so, um, I feel like it's just a lot of having to ask yourself these questions and really having to, um, then proceed, right, um, moving forward, right? The hangman also talks about, like, you having to make sacrifices of some sort, right? So, it's this feeling here of what is, what is drowning, what's causing you to drown, right? And it's having to, it's, I'm just using this example, this analogy of a drowning man and, or just a drowning person and, um, having to take off the excess weight so that you can stay afloat. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, I've seen that in a movie before, 
where someone like they were someone was like drowning and then they had to take off the their equipment and stuff like that so so that it can save their life kind of thing right it might not be that you know extra you know not that serious but it's it's, it's just coming across as what are certain things that we're holding on to that we're carrying that we are displaying um, that we need to just let go of because it's is not it's not needed um, to to progress or move, to move forward right and so with this this hangman next to the, this hermit is really taking some time out to yourself here and just like really just having some self-reflection self-evaluation in regards to just your personal self and just also too you know, then it's like, uh, situations that we're dealing with by ways of people, places, or things, right? The future here, we have the nine of wands, okay, the justice, the moon here. Okay, um, I do feel like this is definitely someone here doing the work. The fool. Yes, okay, this is, this is, this is great. The bottom of the deck here, we have the queen of wands. Okay. All right. So I feel here, if this is a feminine energy, okay, the feminine energy is deciding, okay, like wh what are some, some, some things that I need to sever, some ties that I need to sever in order for me to uh, just get the healing that I need here and to be able to get beyond this illusion of, of, my situation, right? I do feel like when we're emotionally tied to certain things, it's harder for us to let go, right? If you love someone, it's hard to let them go. If you are um, emotionally or sexually or just anything that evokes or invokes like the emotions within us, right? It's hard to let it go because it's, it's then it questions, it, 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 it causes us to then question life without it. And it's, it's kind of like, what do I do now, right? Because in a lot of ways, we felt as if this was acting as a floating uh, device for us, right? And so now it's having to uh, let go of, you know, let go of that floaty in order to, you know, swim without it. You know what I'm saying? It's like what's coming to mind is I forgot what that movie is called, but you know Tom Hanks. What was the ball's name? Um, the ball with the hand, and um, he it he he couldn't he couldn't get to it right. What is his name? Ah. I don't know, I don't remember his name, but I remember him screaming for it, and he he actually went and tried to, like, save it, but he couldn't, like, the, the ball just kept floating away. Oh, my goodness. I'm not, I have to find out what this name is. Hang on. Okay, so, Wilson. I was thinking Alvin. <laughs> so, I was way off. So, Wilson, you know what I'm saying? So, it's like, you know, it's, it's having to decide, should we let Wilson go or should we go out to try and save Wilson and jeopardize our, you know, our lives, right? By ways of what if, you know, like 
It's just, it's because I remember like how he was swimming towards, trying to swim towards Wilson and he was holding on to his reef, right? Um, and it felt as if like, I was, I remember thinking to myself, oh my God, is he really going to, you know, is he really going to go out, like reach out, like go and get Wilson, right? But there was such an emotional connection between him and that ball because he became so connected to um, the ball when he was on the island and he was just by himself and it was just like it was him and Wilson and there was such a, a, a bond and a development that takes place with him and the ball right um, and so it's this energy of having to sever a tie here that maybe we've been so emotionally connected to and maybe even codependent and reliant on this relationship and we just need to let it go because in order for us to let it go you know, we can then proceed forward, right, with this food uh, card here, all right, and so I feel like, you know, it's, it's having to, you know, it's not an easy task here with the nine of wands, right, but once again, going back to the beginning, right, is realizing that, okay, we can't just abandon it, right, because in the movie, um, the guy, he didn't, Tom Hanks didn't get the proper closure because this the the thing just the ball just floated away right um and you've seen how it left him you know for for a couple of days right until he was saved but it's this energy with the nine of wands is completing it closing it off right um and not abandoning it abandoning it if you understand what i mean here right so that you can start fresh you can start new and there's a sense of of once again there's this sense of freedom here right um that we talked about with the six of chalices um and it's this feeling of closing it off and knowing that okay you know i know for sure that this is over and this is not something that will haunt me this is not something that i can hold on to any longer or i have feel like i have to carry you know what i'm saying and things are amicable if that is even a word right but um i just get like this feeling of just closure right so we're going to take a little break and then we're going to come back with some advice all right so yeah definitely stay tuned and also too realizing right with this moon here is like you like having a whole friendship with a ball right just the you know do what you want, you know what I'm saying, like, I'm not one to judge, but just thinking about how much of, of, um, a fantasy or an illusion that has, that relationship was, you know, created from, right, the ball isn't going to talk back, right, uh, it's not an actual person per se, and so it's this feeling here of creating a relationship of, of some sort, where it's like, it was more so, um, from the space of the imagination, right, or the realm of illusion or fantasy, okay, it's really, and just really having to see that, okay, this, this person, Wilson is just the ball, right, is, is just the ball, um, and for some, it's, is having to realize what a relationship really just, what, really what it was, right, and it's hard, it's hard to, to realize, you know, um, what it actually is, right, uh, what's coming to mind, what is that movie, I think Psycho is coming to mind, right, not to say that you're a psycho or anything, but just the, the, the part where you realize that the guy was his, I mean, 
If you've seen it, you've seen it, right? But the guy, you realize that the guy was, you know, who he, who he was, right? But there was this kind of like, um, there's this uh, psychological resistance of some sort, right? Like you kind of, like the person kind of goes a little crazy and they don't want to realize it, right? Like, I, I don't know if it's psycho, but it's coming across as someone here, it comes to a realization of some, of some kind. And then it's just like, it kind of, they realize, oh my gosh, like, I re like, did I really create that on my own? Like, was it really that way? Like, this is crazy to me. And like, no, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Like, it's gotta, you know, like, it's, 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 for some, it's, like, having to realize, like, wow, like, I really thought that this relationship really was what it was, but it really just stemmed from my, just my imaginings, right? This person really was not the person that I imagined him to be, or she was this, wasn't the girl that I imagined her to be, or this friendship, right, or this job, right? So, yeah. So, let's see. Um, I'm going to be using the Shaman's Dream Oracle deck. Let's see what we can get here. So, we have new beginnings with this Moon Maiden here. Alright. We have new beginnings. Alright. We have Drifter, experiencing life as it comes. Drifter, which is really interesting because we were talking about the water, Wilson, you know. And there's a mirror here with, the, with these two cards. We have 41 and 14. Both of them equal 5, right? So, and 5 just, you know, we know it talks about challenges and all that stuff like that, right? But it's also like... It could also mean versatility, right, um, conflict, right? So we have stars in the sky, so limit, limitless possibilities here with this 51. So we move on from the 5 to the 6. And at the bottom of the deck, we have dream thief, so refusal of the call, right? So um, I feel like here... It's just, it's, I, do, I did get that feeling of resistance here with this Nine of Wands, right, of, of someone uh, not really wanting to see what they need to see at the moment, right? That's why I was saying, like, that psychological, like, um, resist, was it? I don't know what I said, but it's this feeling of realizing, like, did I really, like, no, I don't, I don't want to. Because it kind of lo it kind of looks crazy, right? Even down to like you know, like I said, do what you want to do. Like I'm not judging, right? Um, a person creates a friend out of a ball, right? Society speaking, right? That's just a little off kilter, right? You don't want to you don't want to get caught up in the um, the uh, echoes of society in regards to like, am I really crazy? Like I really just made this person, you know like, come across as the person, like, this person, he wasn't, he wasn't that way, or she wasn't that way, right, um, did I really, did I really, like, and it's not even just that, it's, like, maybe even, like, what we tell ourselves, right, or what we tell our friends, right, like, now it's, like, oh, now I gotta tell my friends, like, this person, I gotta tell them the truth about what really happened, you know, 
just, you know, if they ask, like, hey, whatever happened to so-and-so, right? And it's like, wait, but I thought you said that this person was da-da-da-da. And it's just like, yeah, no, I lied to, you know, because I really just wanted, I didn't want this person to look bad or, you know, I didn't want this job to, you know, it's like, it's like when a person, like, it's this feeling here of, 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 of saying like, oh yeah, I make this much an hour or I'm on, I'm, I'm on a salary and I got all these benefits and all that stuff like that. And then like you, you find yourself getting frustrated about something and then they're like, oh, well, you know, don't you have this insurance or like, you know, doesn't your job, you know, something like that. And then it's like coming clean with like, wow, like, no, actually, um, no, it's, it's not the case, you know. And so it's having to, like, face that, maybe, that could be a thing as well, right? But it's just, it's really just being honest. It's all about honesty here. And, you know, it's, we, you know, it happens. Stuff like this happens. Nobody's perfect, you know. We're all humans here. So we're moving on over to the gemstone, okay? And it's also, too, it could be just, like, you know, lying about a lifestyle, right? you know, or just you find yourself texting someone and you're telling them like how you are this way. And then when, when it's being, when it's time for you to be put to the test, you're not that way, you know? And it's just like, wow, like, why did you, <laughs> why, why did you lie about that? <laughs> right. And so it's just, it's just having to like get over that, um, that, that embarrassment or that feeling. Right. Okay. So let's go. What do we have here for the gemstones slash crystal deck? Do I want to take them? Okay. A lot of pink. A lot of pink. So let's see here. We have pink halite or halite. So self-love, replenish, cherish. Vibrating with love, pink halite allows you to shed layers of negative thought patterns and beliefs as you connect to the essence of your true self. Pink Halite helps you embrace new spiritual practices as a way of life, preventing you from picking up bad habits to begin with. With this stone, you will make choices out of self-love, honoring the highest version of yourself and trusting that you will make decisions for your highest good. Pink Halite is a natural form of the mineral salt known to cleanse toxins from the aura and replenish one's energy field. So we have Cancer, Pisces, Earth here. All right. Next, we have Rose Quartz. So love, nourish, romance. Calling in unconditional love, Rose Quartz invokes a gentle yet powerful feminine energy that nourishes and protects your heart. It can be used to attract new romance and to build closer bonds in your relationships. Rose Quartz opens the heart chakra and heals heartache, grief, and any unexpressed emotions. It asks that you show yourself compassion, forgiveness, and acceptance. Rose Quartz also inspires beauty in all forms. Open your heart to the beauty within you. So Taurus, Libra, Venus. And this brought me back to when... Um, panic was talking about how you know a part of doing the spiritual work is accepting yourself in all in all its form right um it's it's this feeling here of just saying like you know so what my you know i'm 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 lacking in this department or you know i'm not maybe i'm not that beautiful or maybe i'm not or not beautiful in a sense of just like just beauty right 
Um, but as far as like societal uh, views, right? Maybe I don't fit the society standards, right? Maybe like when a person, if I was to post the same video as another person, and I realize that they they're getting more views than I'm getting views. Maybe it's because you know I'm I'm not that, you know people just don't. I'm not for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like it's okay, right? Um, it's it's this energy of you know. Um, and what comes to mind is when I was in school, and we talked about uh, the N word, right? And how. And this is the way it was taught to me, or just when I was in school, like, this is what they said to me. They were saying, like, how, like, we, they was given, we were given the N-word, even though, like, it, you know, they even talk about that word being way beyond, you know, the colonizers using it, right? Um, they talk about the, the N-word and how it was given to us uh, with negative, um, from a negative definition, right, uh, to define us and, and paint us in a negative, uh, degrading light, right, but how it transforms, right, I guess through the act of alchemism with this temperance card, it was transformed into a more positive, it was accepted and transformed into a more positive way, right, so, you know, people within the melanated community use it as a form of friendship, you know, um, uh, closeness, right? Uh, it's, it's just, it's not the way it used to be in the past, right? And not everyone can say it, right? It's like the melanated community took it, made, kept it, in, and it's for them, and no one else can use it, right? And it's really powerful, right, how these negative things that was used or can be used against us you know, and I'm not talking about the N-word, I'm just talking about just anything in general, and we just take that, and it's just like, I'm, it doesn't affect me like that anymore, you know what I'm saying, like, I accept myself for who I am, so no matter what a person does or says, will, you know, shake that, right, creating a sturdy foundation, a firm foundation in self-acceptance, okay, so that anything can come, and it doesn't shake it, does, it doesn't shake your foundation, right? You're solid as a rock in regards to how you, how you accept yourself. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah, that's what I was getting here with that. So uh, next we have Amethyst Phantom Quartz, Expression, Gifts, Originality. All right, so Amethyst Phantom Quartz fosters prolific energy and opens the crown chakra to channel creativity in all its forms. Individuality is encouraged and uniqueness is expressed. Um, and expression is embraced by this stone, right? So once again, you know, with this, you know, I, I didn't, I, I didn't fully elaborate on the whole, like, in regards to like, how you, how you look, right? Or whatever, like so many people are being embraced for their uniqueness, right? Like, um, what, what is that? There's a, there's a model who has like a skin condition, where like, you know, some, some, some places on her skin, you know, on her body, you know, she is like a skin pigmentation um, condition or something like that, but she's a model now, you know what I'm saying? Like that, like that is her uniqueness made her who she is and she's able to financially generate off of that, you know what I'm saying? And so it's like, 
accepting your uniqueness and using that as a way to, you know, gain some money and build your self-esteem or, you know what I'm saying? Because remember, going back to the second house is all about possessions, earnings, right? Abilities, right? So using your uniqueness, um, you know, as a, as a, a way to maybe even, you know, make some money or, you know, just outshine others, you know what I'm saying? Or just big yourself up, you know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah. All right, so in individuality is encouraged and uniqueness is express and expression is embraced by the stone. Amethyst phantom quartz instills confidence in your creations and urges you to share your talents. Using intuition as a powerful resource, amethyst phantom quartz connects you with your spiritual team to convey your ideas in a way that still stand out. Do yourself a favor and show the world what you've got. All right, so we have Virgo, Capricorn, Aquarius, Pisces, Jupiter, and Neptune. Okay, so yeah, back to that whole situation with the job. If you feel like that job is not allowing you to fully express your true authentic self, then maybe it's for you to just go out and just do your own thing, you know? And the same thing could be for a relationship, right? Because I do feel like there is resistance, but it's just more so coming from a place of, of not having um, a, a firm self-esteem, okay? So we have uh, watermelon, um, tourmaline, love, balance, clarity. So it says relationships are the currency of life and watermelon, I keep thinking watermelon. All right, anyways, watermelon, tourmaline raises awareness of soul agreements and your impact on other people's lives. This crystal is supercharged to activate the heart chakra, creating a divine connection between you and your higher self. Like the watermelon, it teaches you to enjoy the sweetness of life. Remembering good things often take time to ripen. Watermelon tourmaline balances masculine and feminine energies, connecting your heart chakra to both the physical and spiritual aspects of yourself. So Gemini, Virgo, Venus, and Saturn. Okay, so, um, yeah. So that goes back to like, you know, being honest, right, with certain people, right? Closing it, closing cycles with honesty here, right? So we're going to move on over to the self-care deck to see what we can pull from this. And I know I kind of go all over the place, you know, I, I just try and whatever comes to my, you know, whatever you know, projects, like, whatever imageries or whatever, I just kind of want to go with the flow, you know, because this could be for anybody. It's a general reading, right? So, all right, so we have here spend time with friends, all right? We have connect with the earth. We have beauty ritual. We have music and drink tea. I'm going to drink some tea when I'm done with this, and I'm going to connect with earth by, by ways of going for a walk, right? But I do get this feeling here of really just like, you know, relaxing here. You know, I'm getting downtime, a lot of downtime, okay? Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't say spend time with friends. It says spend time with animals. That's what I was saying, like, what the heck? So, sorry, spend time with animals. Oh, my goodness, there goes that moose. All right, that's not a moose. But there goes that shape there, that facial shape. Um, I feel like a moose, their antlers are thicker, but still, it's close enough. Yeah, that is so cool. Wow. 
maybe even can I go crystal hunting? I've always wanted to do that. I've always wanted to go crystal digging. What is crystal hunting? What are, what are you talking about? Sorry. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I'm just looking at these cards. These cards are absolutely beautiful. All right. So, yeah. All right. Um, for sure. All right. So, that's all that I have for today. Oh, at the bottom of the deck here, we have Be Still. Yes. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Nice. I like it. I like it a lot. All right. So, yes. I'm going to end this um, podcast, this episode. I'm sorry. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. If you're still here, I really appreciate you. Okay. I'm, I, this is what I'm here for. I love it. It makes me feel really, really happy when I know I can be of service in this way. All right. Um, so, uh, yeah, hopefully I was able to help you out. Okay. Um, and, uh, yeah, until next time, peace.